0: We sound better today than we ever have in our entire lives. <laughs> wow. I, I thought you were going to say better than we have uh, ever before with regards to the podcast. but Or that. That's quite the statement. I'm, I'm all about making bold statements today. Today is a hyperbole day for Mike. Welcome back to Mac and Mike in the Morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac. Welcome. It is Thursday, January 24th. We are so glad to have you here today. Um, it's a good day. It's a great day. Thank you,
1: Mike. Um, and it's especially good because it's one of our old-time sponsors' birthday today. Happy birthday, David Meiser. Dr. David Meiser. That's right. The podiatrist from Long Island has his birthday today. Uh, we are so happy for him, and we wish him the happiest of happy, happy birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy, happy. Mm. <laughs> but, a lot of happy is in that section. Well, that was great. just say happy. <laughs> <laughs> just bombarded Ooh. with happiness. Wow, that's great.
0: Well, he looked pretty happy with this cake today. He
1: did. Uh, <laughs> we surprised him with the cake. He wasn't expecting it at all. Actually, he probably had like a 15% expectation, yeah. um, which quickly shot up towards 100 once he saw the cake.
0: Well, I'm surprised. Did you see that moment in his mind in his like eyes, the glitter in his eyes when he found out when he's like we were like, Oh, this is you, Mac and Mike? And I was like, And Santosh and he's like, Oh, he like realized why we had we yeah, the ones missing. He connected with us. Du- so we uh we were missing for about fifteen minutes
1: and so uh for some reason he didn't tie that and the fact that he had a cake together until
0: we mentioned uh our third uh, partner in crime, Santosh. Right. Happy birthday... T- oh, no, not happy birthday, Santosh. Well, happy birthday, Santosh. Happy Santosh. birthday, Santosh, yeah. yeah. He deserves one. He I can't wait to have him on. Um, we can briefly talk about <laughs> what we did today with <laughs> Santosh. Uh, well, yeah, I think it'd be really interesting just to do a whole episode of, about just the Santosh life. Yeah, we 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 followed him around... Um, more as just... We weren't even, like, there. You know how, um, uh, like, documentary crews kind of, like, follow people around yeah. and they tell people, they're like, yeah, just do whatever you can do just, like, without us here, right. right? And that's what we were doing. So he had his umbrella today. It was raining. He was making executive decisions about his life, um, like calling a cab. It, the, it was amazing to watch. I, I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off, but he, he called the cab,
1: and not only did he, did he you know... Uh, hail it successfully he also got right in the front seat
0: yeah and just power moved it right in the front with the driver which i thought was impressive i was impressed i I was super impressed the driver was also uh taken uh by surprise but also similarly impressed by his gall (laughs) and not only that
1: but it was extremely convenient as passengers for mike and myself to have the entire back seat to ourselves so yeah we got to stretch our legs yeah that was great Uh, kudos to, to santos for showing some gall
0: yeah. Um, so happy birthday, Santosh. Happy birthday.
1: Great. No, um, sorry. My actual existential crisis, which we talked a little bit about in the cab, uh, the same cab that Santosh was riding shotgun in, um, was the fact that we were now pursuing, uh, now that we've uh, attained uh, all of the other hierarchy of needs, needs, um, Shoot, I forgot. It was
0: self-fulfillment, self-awareness. Self-actuation self- is what you... <laughs> self, self- self-actualization. Actualiza- actualization. Actuation. 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 Self- self-actuation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us what self-actuation is.
1: I like that you put me on the spot here because I don't actually know the <laughs> correct definition. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to just make something up. But um, my understanding is it's that once you've, uh, you know, you have food and shelter and warmth and, uh, you know... Uh, I don't know, like uh, family and like other things and relationships, social status, then like the, the, the top of the pyramid is like, okay, uh, are you proud of who you are? Or like, are you happy with how you spent your time or are you satisfied with your life? Is how I kind of view self-actualization. Like how do you attain like personal enlightenment? Um, for some people it's like through the arts, through, you know, for other people it's in you know, stuff that they build or they create and you know, other people, it's problems that they solve. Um, and I'm, I'm searching for it for myself. And I, so the, the, the crisis was that I'm having a hard time self-actualizing. Um, but we were also, uh, just kind of reminiscing about how fortunate we are that we are now pursuing self-actualization as opposed to things like, uh, money to pay rent.
0: So here's a question I have for you. Yeah. Do you think that this is necessarily something that has to come. This process of searching for self-actuation. That is something that has to come after you've. Um, don't necessarily have to worry about your basic needs, right? I think so. Well, I mean, I guess you don't think that peop- like people who you know still oh like you know, live day to day. Not think about like, that self we don't. actualization, right, I think they do, oh, I'm sure they do, yeah, it's probably
1: it's probably not to the same extent that people who have all their basic needs met do right I would assume,
0: yeah, so um the way i I look at this is it's a pretty similar com- uh, um conversation or or dilemma or n- not not either of those really, just a a monologue internal monologue. Internal. Internal. Not internal really. Log. Well, I think about this a lot in terms of um, when, when we, I say we more like, I'm going to generalize and say millennials or we as in- The royal we. The royal we. Right. Um, uh, think about um, job, our jobs or think about what we're doing in life. make it more general than just jobs but like life right okay and 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 (laughs) we we pose this question right and they're like are we doing something impactful in our lives are we doing something that is meaningful worthwhile worthwhile i guess right and then i come back and look at it um i i think about this more when i'm traveling because i have like a little bit more time of like solitude to just like reflect on thoughts Mm, or something um but like you know uh, there are lots of people who do these, like, service jobs or, like, day-to-day, right, where um, do they necessarily even pose those same questions to themselves? So, like, a taxi driver or, like, a, w- a waiter or waitress, right, in terms of, like, okay, I mean, you know, that's what they do to make money, and, it, you know, if it's enough to, you know, if it's enough to meet, uh, what is it, make ends meet, yeah. then do they pose those same questions to themselves like is that is that just like luxury that we have in terms of just being um educated and skilled and like (laughs) dropping all the compliment bombs over here and Uh, like choice of um being able to choose what we get to work on and to have that self-reflection in terms of like is this something that is meaningful is this something that I derive meaning from and is this something that can have impact in the world like is this just um and this is To get to, I'm going to get to the point, but to get to the point of what you're saying with, like, maybe there is a certain point where you reach self-actuation, right? So is it self-actuation? It's self-actualization. Like an actuator. Like an actuator, yeah. Yeah. So where you reach self-actuation, where you say, okay, like, I am at this certain point where I can actually think about this. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because now that you mentioned
1: it, I'm thinking about, like, all the... Uh, like the, the, you know, stories on American Idol where like a waitress wants to become a singer. And even though like, you know, they have to pay the bills, they also spend a fair bit of time focusing on their self-actualization.
0: Or like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. yeah our favorite hero, favorite author, the, who writes our favorite hero. Right. The, uh, the original, uh, God of our, uh, favorite hero, Harry Potter. Right. Like she created him. If people didn't get that, J.K. Rowling's the author of Harry Potter. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's a good question. I bet people think about sac- self actuation a little more than uh, we give them credit for. Um, I don't know. I, maybe we're just thinking about it a lot now because uh, that's like the last thing on our, it's like the final frontier. It's like the last thing on our to do list. You know, and I think maybe for us, like it was something where we had to have our other needs met or we had to have everything else in place before we could start to think about it. But I wouldn't be surprised if other people are different and they could spend time thinking about it outside of that. Although, I don't know. I think in some circumstance, like it, it depends on the, like the severity of the situation, right? If you're like really struggling to make ends meet, you're probably not going to be spending a lot of time thinking about how, you know, you can, I don't know, make vlogs or, you know, publish art or other things like that.
0: Right. Um, or they might be thinking about even more, you know, in terms of like, oh, I could be doing so much more if I didn't have to do this. Oh, true. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to say.
1: I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to speak for other people. I bet I bet uh, you know I could make a thousand predictions, and every single one of them would be wrong. People constantly surprise me.
0: That's a good part about living.
1: <laughs> that is a good part about li- one of the few. <laughs> Sorry, that was morbid. <laughs> I'm just being funny. Anyway, interesting
0: what were we talking about? Self- self-actuation.
1: self Yeah, self-actualization that we got into uh, a little bit about consciousness. Oh, actuation. Sorry, actuation. Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: um, so do you feel that you've solved your self-actuation?
1: No. <laughs> Isn't this like the whole, uh, you know, the, what do they call it? The human condition? I feel like self-actualization and the human condition are like very similar, if not the same thing.
0: Wait, is it actualization? or Actuation. It's actuation. You keep saying actualization. I
1: know, um, that's the joke. <laughs> um, it's actually self-actualization. it <laughs> really? I think you know that. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it'll be hard to get to a point where I've ever feel like I ever feel like I've actualized myself.
0: Isn't that the point
1: of living? Of just trying to actuate yourself.
0: Yeah, because wouldn't life just be very like unsatisfying if you? have act- I feel like it's just like solving like life, right? Yeah. Like when you get to the end of a video game, don't you feel just like, okay, well, I did it, right? Yeah. And I'm not gonna go collect like all hundred stars <laughs> or all hundred fifty one <laughs> Pokemon. That's where you and I differ very much. But God, I'm like, okay, I found I found the purpose of ever to the end of the game, um, and I don't need to. Um, you know, that's the next day. Okay. I don't need to wake up. Interesting. No? No. <laughs> I mean,
1: to some extent, I see what you're saying, which is that, like, you'll never reach, like, the... You're never going to feel like you you finished or that you, like, you know, are done with the journey and that the journey is the thing that's important. hmm But I also... Don't feel that way when I play video games. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I feel new- like there's always more content to suck out of a game. <laughs> Newsflash. Video games and life are not the same. <laughs> um, interesting. I figured I'd just let it crickets for a little bit. <laughs> well, just let that simmer. Yeah, let that simmer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Do you think you'll ever self-actuate completely? Be done? What do you do after that? I think that's the thing is it's like the, the you know, the remainder of life. It's...
0: So I think we were talking about this over lunch a little bit, um, where we were saying how uh, there are people where, you know, they just go to work each day. They come back. They, and, uh, and I think you said it a lot more succinctly than I'm saying it now, right? And, uh, you, there are people, you know, you, you go to work, you know, um, you come back, you take care of the kids, do this. For, what, 20 years, 30 years? And then you die. And then you die. Like, <laughs> yeah. basically, you know, you can see your life um, kind of play out, like, as you predict. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, typical? Typical, yeah. right? Um, and, I I mean, I, in, in some form, don't you think that's, like, a form of, like, actualization? Like, this is what life is. And I think a lot of people just accept that. I think... To me, that's, that feels
1: like the absence of actualization is like living a typical life. Why do you say that? I don't know, it just feels like uh, so predictable, so like, unfulfilling, so like you didn't have to actually try to make it happen, you just kind of like fell into whatever society had already set up for you. Like, I feel like part of self-actualization is some, some sense of like, ownership or some sense of self-direction and some sense of like purpose. But if you're just like falling into whatever plans have already been laid for you, then it's not really self-actualization. It's just kind of like
0: existing, you know? Well, you could say that it's not falling in, right? Like you have to hold a job. You have to raise kids. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, I agree. That's
1: not, that's not, those are by no means trivial tasks, but they're also super typical. (laughs) right? Like, for being blunt, like, think about how many people are parents in the world and how many people hold jobs.
0: Yeah. And what if that's how people have actualized themselves?
1: All the power to them, I guess. I mean, it, to, to clarify, I'm not saying that any of these are bad things or that being typical is a bad thing. It's just, mm-hmm. personally, it like, it almost makes me, like, gag to think of, like, being that typical or just, like...
0: Well, I think we might be just, like, And and I'll I'll step back in terms of just... uh, (laughs) We're just very cool,
1: special. Generalizing.
0: I mean, what I just listed was like exactly two bits of information and like uh, uh, say some person's life, right? In terms of two very high-level bits, right? So person has job, person raises kids, right? Sure. And we can say it like that's typical because, you know, um, I know, how many people in America have kids and have a job? Most. 50%? Yeah, I guess, probably. Maybe, I don't fun. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> numbers are probably way... We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but those are, that's, like, two very high-level bits of just, like, um, uh, uh, information where, you know, they could have, like, you know, a, a really meaningful... They could be the President of the United States for this job. Yeah. Right?
1: Oh, Okay, I see what you're saying. Sure. You
0: know, like, like that's a very you're general and broad, right? And Or, you know... Um, uh... uh so I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get out of you is, um, what would I don't know? It's like what, what type, what bits are you trying to self-actualize? What
1: bits am I trying to self-actualize?
0: Well, I think for me, it's mostly of like. I think it's setting my own direction is really what it is. You don't think that you have set your direction in the first twenty-five well, years of your life? Well, I think. Well, we were talking about this at lunch too. Mm -hmm. um,
1: so, So up until now, a lot of what I've done has been sort of planned for me or been like the obvious thing to do, right? Like you go to college then the next obvious goal is to graduate or get good grades and then graduate and then find a job. And then, you know, your next obvious goal once you find a job is to get promoted and so on and so forth. And like, so we're reaching that point in our lives where, there is no next obvious goal, and you have to... You can. I guess you could do one of two things. You can sit by and just, like, let life happen to you, or you can go and set your own goals and, for me, like, self-actualize and, like, set a direction in life and find purpose and all this other good stuff.
0: Do you find any... So for me, I, you've been talking about you a lot. So I have today's I'll, Mac Day. <laughs> I'll, 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 bring the heat off of you for a little bit. Well, I think our our listeners would enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, they, our listeners want to hear more about you. Oh, yeah. Sure, no, <laughs> no, I just mean they probably uh, are sick of hearing about me, but um, I view that as sort of like the um, high level bit of um, what is it most significant MSB of of life. Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, uh, I think so much of what we um, do in life is a little dictated dictated probably by the two things that we were talking about, right? Like job and family. Yeah. Uh, job, fa- I guess, uh, family, job, family, whatever. Um, in that order. What did I just say? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm losing my voice, listeners. Um, but there's a lot of... Uh, l- Lower significant, least significant, lower significant bits, less significant bits that we make um, decisions on every single day of our lives, or you know, or whatever time scale that you want. Right. uh, So if you're, if our lives are dictated by, say, like I don't know, what's your favorite power of two? Twenty-four. Not power of two. Close. (laughs) Thirty-two. All right. So if you know, life is a thirty-two bit number, right? The most significant bit being, you know, let's say job, of, most two senior bits, job, family, right? Sure. Decisions they have to make one way or the other. You have another 30 se- other bits down the line sure. that you get to decide. And, you know, four other billion people are going to have other decisions, right? And only, I say four billion because 32, do you get it? Sure. I got you. <laughs> okay. You laugh. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there's a bunch you. of got other got decisions you. that can made that be made, right? And they're not exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is like, typical, is uh, what I've tried to say. Yeah, I, I guess, you know,
1: everyone everyone lives their own little adventure is the, the gist of what I'm getting.
0: Right, like, one person could just, like, take some one thing, hide it in the subway station, like, at the top of a pole, right, and then tell your friend to go get it. Sure. Right? Is that a callback to... It's a callback. I was yeah. wondering if you'd remember that. I got the callback. Um... <laughs>
1: oh, man. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't know. Um For me, it seems like those most significant bits are the most interesting.
0: See, I think I'm the opposite, actually. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I think the most significant bits are, um, there's less choice, right? I feel like. I mean, most things are pretty typical in terms of, like, what you decide to do for, um, uh, uh, either, let's say, job, right? Uh. Let's say job, right? Sure. In terms of like, you know, most people are, there aren't that many, depending on, depending on what your lifestyle that you want, right? Or, you know, generally, it's like, there aren't really that many job choices out there. You're not going to pick something that's like typical and, you know, for whatever life you have. And that's sort of the constraint in in, in which you're boxed in on. Wait, okay. So if I'm parsing that correctly, sure. you're saying
1: that there aren't that many choices. Yeah. So it's not useful to want to do something atypical because practically you'll have to do something typical?
0: Um I guess. I mean, there's no I guess let me rephrase this in terms of I think no matter what I decide to do job wise, right? It's not go it's not going to be atypical, and I don't think that really matters to me. Mm. Right? Um uh it's, like, perfectly fine if, like, you know, two, three, four, five hundred million other people want to do the same job as me. Right? Really? Yeah. That doesn't, like, just make you feel like nothing? (laughs) Well,
1: I don't know. I feel like at that point it's like, why do I I... I used to be, like, such a strong proponent of it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Okay. I agree with the latter part, but my revised statement is it's both what you do and how you do it. Like, you can't do something meaningless well and still have it mean something. Like you're doing something meaningless, so it's not going to mean anything regardless of how good of a job you do. But you sh- you know, you shouldn't just pick something that's very meaningful and do a crap job. You should both intentionally pick something meaningful to do with your life and do it well. This goes back to back when I was a Christian. I used to, you know, be like, uh, you know, you could, you know, be a Christian in any situation or whatever. Like, you don't have to be, like, a super influential person. You could, like, just be, like, a nice grocery store checkout person or, I don't know, like, whatever. Right. Which, I guess, is an empowering f- thought for people who, you know, are uh, doing those things.
0: Yeah, but, you know, a hundred other million people could be doing the same thing the same way equally well. mm mm-hmm. Right. Does that, take, does that take away anything from what you do and how you do it? Yeah. I think, like, by, like, de facto, if lots of people are doing something, it's less meaningful. Why?
1: Because lots of other people are already doing it. It's already been done. It's, like, this is how I sort of think about software. Like, if there are a lot of, like, do what others can't is, like, should be, like, my new motto, right? If you're doing what other people can do, you're wasting your time because they'll just
0: do it. See, so that's a lot different than... Okay, so I think I get what you mean because you said, because it's already been done. You want to be doing something that nobody else has ever done before. Well, it doesn't even need to be like entirely novel. I just don't want to be doing what
1: other people... Are. Like, what's the point of Mac existing if he's just a clone of Joe Schmo or something like
0: that? Well, I mean, this is only the single bit. This is only a job bit. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, right? I'm rolling all this up into one thing. But mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying, because you know, other people could have that same bit, but then you'd be an entirely different number. Well, <laughs> well. I'm sure there's, to that point, I'm
1: sure there's tons of other uh, Macs who also have the same job and have the same hobbies and have the same, lots of, like, I'm sure there are other bits that are similar as well. But I'm focusing on the the, I guess, the most significant bit because I think that's the one that affects the meaningfulness of your life the greatest. It's just, I, I feel like a lot of people don't, aren't actively pursuing their, uh, ideal, like most significant, they're not like being active about, I don't know, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like condescending or, you know, uh, I don't know any, any of this, but I, I imagine most people are, are accepting their situation and trying to change the little things rather than like bucking up and trying to change the big things. And I don't know, that's how I feel about life is like, you got to just like take it by the horns and buck up and change the big things that affect the most mean most significant bit are the most meaningful bits. Sorry, I know I'm dumping a lot of ideas. Yeah, huge (laughs) bombshells just just going. I (laughs) just tried to process (laughs) all of it. (laughs) Right? I mean, okay, so, okay, stepping way back, this is how I'm summarizing this conversation so far. To me, self-actualization is having the willingness and the motivation to... Do something meaningful with your life, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's something that nobody else has also done. Well, I I'm wrapping up meaningful. Oh, meaningful. The, uh, yeah, okay. the, yeah, or yeah. self-actualization. I'm wrapping up that
1: in the definition of meaningful. Okay. Like if
0: other people have done it, it's not as meaningful. Oh, you're wrapping that up as meaningful. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like uh, I I'm making the assertion that if lots of people have done it, it's not meaningful.
0: Okay. Uh, um. That's a that's a good summarization. So let's start delving into what you think is meaningful. Like what other people haven't done? (laughs) You say that's one bit, right? That's one part of meaningful, right? Um, But you could also be doing something that just like nobody cares about at all. Is that meaningful? Right, yeah.
1: Like I think a good example of something that's meaningful is like uh, Blake Mykowski, the guy who invented Toms. He was able to, are you familiar with Toms? The shoe that you wear like one for one? Uh, I don't know what he's doing nowadays. I don't know if Tom's is still a thing, Um, but it's pretty big back when I was in school. Um, The idea being that you help people who are, you know, in less fortunate situations who, like, need shoes, uh, get shoes by leveraging, uh, like, other people, uh, consumers, uh, to uh, make purchases, (laughs) give you money so you can... Basically, he's, like, he's doing good for the world, and he's doing... Uh, something that hasn't
0: been done before and it was successful. So,
1: like, I see the those three things
0: but as contributing
1: to the meaningfulness of his work.
0: are a bunch of other shoe companies. Are they doing the same thing, though? Are they also helping?
1: No. I mean, uh, now there's a bunch of copycats, which is fine. Sure, yeah. yeah.
0: But like, the, the innovation there is interesting. To me. hmm. um, so meaningful to you is not only... So uh, novel and also... Uh I don't want to say helping others, but also having an impact on the world. Yeah. Um I mean okay. <laughs> I
1: mean what's the point of being redundant? Like at that point, like what what is your life if you're just redundancy? I don't know. That that's like that came out very harsh, but
0: I mean I guess I don't I don't see that. I don't see why, if there is something, I mean, maybe I'm being a little bit too objective on this, right? In terms of if, if there is something that is important enough to be done. Sure. And, um, it requires more, more than one person to do it or, um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll just stop with that. Then, um, I wouldn't see that as any less, any less meaningful. I agree.
1: Right. I agree. It sounds to me like you're describing like a team of people who accomplished something novel.
0: No, I mean, I mean, you can think about, I don't know, like say Mother Teresa or something. Okay. You think that she was the only person who was a mother, a mother, a mother, Yeah, <laughs> <Who> mother <laughs> Teresa. Um, I mean, I say that and that no, sounds but, a little bit
1: like sacrilege, right? no, no but, no, but she did it better, right? Than other people. Uh,
0: okay, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, why do you know Mother Teresa? It's because she did it better than other people.
0: All right. I don't know. I'll concede this point.
1: <laughs> well, I, I feel like it's not even so much a, um, uh, a point to be argued so much as just a, an opinion to be held, an opinion to be held.
0: Well, I just think that in order for say, and and I this is pretty broad, but like say for the world to work, quote unquote, right? Like you just need people to do roles. You need grunts. Not necessarily grunts, but I mean, it's not like one person can do it all, or that they would want to, or we would want yeah. them all to, right? Yeah. And so I think that there are roles that are redundant, but still meaningful. Hmm. I don't
1: know. I don't know if I agree, because I could just picture robots doing a bunch of the like the grunt work and just like saying that this is not meaningful work. Let's have robots do this and have humans do more meaningful work. And then, like my my brain is able to make sense of that world, and it is like coherent, and like everything checks out, like the checksum is valid, <laughs> right? Like, I, it like it maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like super mean to like say that some people's work isn't as meaningful as other people's work, or their lives aren't as meaningful as other people's lives.
0: Well, I mean, just take like m- you know, like music composers. Okay. Or like artists, right? Sure. It's like a bunch of them. Yeah. Right? Pre- pr- presumably it's like, you know, the same role. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a tricky case. That's a bit of a corner case. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, or, you know, like two people even in the same role. I mean, this comes back to the, you know, people aren't ar- identical, right? There's two people in the same role um, do things differently um, just by nature of being human. Yeah, and so you it, it, you know uh, it's not necessarily the role may be redundant, but it's not necessarily like the how that it gets done is 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 redundant. Mm-hmm. I could I could
1: argue that that would be like novel, like if your approach to to solving something.
0: Yeah, I think we're just biting at the corners now.
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> metaphor, Mike. That's uh, beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm really curious to know what our listeners think. All right, we always like to end our episode with... <laughs> All right, as you know, listeners, we like to end our episode with one new thing that we've done over the past week, our
0: NIN. Mike, would you like to go first? I will go first. Sure. Um, this week, I went to the gym in the morning. Was that today? That was today. How do you feel? I feel great, actually. Fantastic.
1: Um, do you Have you... Reach the point at which your muscles feel unbelievably sore um that's usually like a a day later
0: yeah so i have not um reached that point but i mean i i've sort of just broken in my body before so Mm. um i I, it's not like unbelievably sore anymore Mm. um but i'm starting to go to the gym um the morning's great, actually, because my, my gym is just em- completely empty today. Yeah. This morning. So I found the right time to go. Nice. Um, so I'm sure I've gone to the gym in the morning before, but not any time that I've remembered of recent memory. So. And
1: also not at this apartment.
0: Oh. Uh, no, I've gone in the morning before. <laughs> oh
1: <my God. laughs> I just ruined it. Oh, God. All right, cut that out. Cut, cut I'll that. cut that out. Um, well, that's great, Mike. Oh, thanks, Mac. Thanks for the encouragement. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, I think it's very admirable that you're going to the gym in the morning.
0: Oh, I also have another new experience. What's that? I went one whole week without drinking coffee. That's not a new experience. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you made it a whole week. I made it a whole week. What was your substitute? Um, Rocket League music.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, good substitute. Uh, highly recommended.
0: Um, yeah, I remember the first day I, I didn't drink coffee and I was just listening to Rocket League music and it was just exhausting cause it's like constant pump you up. Yeah. Like you wake up in the morning, like this is literally what I do in the morning now. I, uh, <clears throat> I tear off, tear off my blanket. You know, get out of bed and just start like pumping myself up, like literally throwing my hands up in the air, pumping myself up. <laughs> I don't up. believe this at this all. There's not even music, but it actually is an effective wake-up technique. <laughs> you know, pump your, throw your hands up in the air, do some air guitar, just you know, uh, really, really effective. Also, cold showers. Um, so
1: nice. What's funny is there's not a lot of guitar in Rocket League music.
0: Yeah, there's really not. It's really
1: just like EDM.
0: Um but also I need like something a little bit uh stronger than EDM. Uh, not EDM, uh Rocket League music. Some of those trap but, you need like Yeah, I need like constant like ex- like I need the the gradual acceleration, the get up on your day. Yeah. I bet this is something that we should actually produce as part of the Mac and Mike LLC. Mm-hmm. Um uh like a soundtrack to like pump you up in the day Mm. you know like like the gradual like acceleration right and then you know you hit the (laughs) mid-afternoon lull like lull you but then like when you need it it'll just like pump you (laughs) up you know what i mean uh eight hour soundtrack
1: (laughs) yeah um do you know how there's that one uh, audio clip of the the violin strings that just keep getting higher and higher and higher in pitch no i don't yeah well it's like a It's an audio illusion, basically, um, where it sounds like the the violins get higher and higher and higher, but they're actually just, like, rotating around in a circle. Um, Uh. Anyways, I thought it would be funny if we could somehow develop an audio track that seemed to be getting faster and faster and faster, but, like, once we hit the certain point, we actually cut it back to half speed, but we made it seem like it was getting faster and faster and faster.
0: Just continually, it was getting faster and faster. it always feels like it's getting faster and faster and faster. Uh, Then, after people listen to it, they just get like completely exhausted because they're just getting pumped up for eight hours (laughs) of the day. Yeah, just more and more on the edge of their seat. Yeah. So what was your new
1: experience? Oh, wow, my new experience. I should have been thinking while we were chatting. Oh, I have a good one. Um, Yesterday, Christine and I went to, and this was the first time for me, the Big Apple Circus. I'd actually never been to the circus before. So we went to the circus. (laughs) What is the Big Apple Circus? So, okay, they set up this tent And it's pretty much what you'd expect. There's a ring, and there's people who are very good at juggling and balancing things on their head. And flying around in trapeze bars and uh, playing with horses and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Circus music. Circus music, yeah. They got the crowd involved. We were clapping for quite a bit. A lot of kids there, Um, Mm -hmm. but it it was a really fun time. I think I had more fun than most of the kids, actually.
0: Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah um it's always good to have enthusiasm for life exactly um and boy was that a lot of fun um that sounds like you guys had a good time did you have cotton candy no we're gonna get it seven dollars though Ooh, that's ooh,
1: pretty expensive expensive cotton candy that's how they make all their money what color was it pink that's
0: probably why yeah pink is more expensive if it was blue it'd probably be cheaper yeah yeah it's always the pink is always the good stuff all right, well, thanks for listening this week. Um, if you liked what you heard, you can uh, send us a tip over at Mike and Ma- Mac and Mike in the Morning at Venmo.com. You know what? Either one works. Mac and Mike or Mike and Mac will alias Mike and Mac to Mac and Mike. That's what we'll do. Um, there's no limit. Remember on uh, uh, tip donations, no limit. Send as much money as you'd like. We always won't appreciate that. If you send us enough money. We'll send you a sticker. And remember, folks, the phone lines are open 24-7. Yeah, we have people
1: manning these phone banks. Please keep calling in with your donations.
0: Also, happy birthday.
1: Happy, happy. Birthday, happy.